Hi, everybody. This is Dan Walker. Welcome to another edition of U.S. Law Radio. Fans of U.S. Law Radio know very well that one of our fine sponsors is Ringler Associates. They're the ones who provide structured settlement services. But the question has come up as to whether or not, in these very interesting economic times, structured settlements make sense. Mike Casey is chairman of the board for Ringler Associates in Chicago and joins us now to talk about it. Mike, glad to have you here on U.S. Law Radio. Thank you, Dan. Glad to be here. Mike, first, for those who have heard your name many times but aren't sure what you do, tell us about Ringler Associates. Ringler Associates, first of all, I'm very proud of this organization. I've been a part of them since 1981. We began in 1975. We are founded by a fellow named Dave Ringler. We have grown to become the largest structured settlement company in the country. We have about 140 producers. We've got 60 offices in almost every major city. They're independently run, so we have a lot of talent out there, and we account for about a third of every structured settlement in the United States has got Ringler involved in it. So we have become, I think, the leading structured settlement company in the industry. So we're still in a challenging economic environment for many people, and interest rates really can't be any lower. Does that spell good news or bad news for Ringler? Yes, it's interesting. When interest rates are low, the general reaction by the public out there is, well, structured settlements you know, aren't going to be as popular now. But go hand-in-hand hand with that was the financial crisis and the nervousness of the industry when the markets drop. And I've preached this for a long time, and I've found it to be true in my career. Interest rates are important. I don't deny that. But what structured settlements really are all about is security. It's the guarantee for someone who needs that kind of guarantee very badly that those funds that they have that one chance to recover are going to be there to serve their needs as the time goes forward. And actually, the financial crisis we went through a few years ago emphasized the strength of a structured settlement. Those people who did structures in the year 2000 didn't lose a nickel when the market dropped. And we actually found a boost to our business once that was recognized. So it's gratifying for me to see that all those cases that we worked on for all those years for people who really needed to be protected, it worked. It's kind of a misunderstanding a little bit out there that structure settlements are driven just by interest rates. It's the number one reason, I think, that a structure is an important answer for people is the security and the protection that it provides for people who need it the most. Is there any particular trend in business that tracks with the economy for structured settlements? Well, our business is a personal injury business. It comes and goes, it wax and wanes. But I would say that in relationship to our industry and our competitors, we actually grew during that period of time. Our market share certainly grew during the financial crisis because, well, one thing is we're out there locally in every town. So we get the message out pretty quick. And it wasn't the downturn that other industries experienced because of the drop in interest rates. Our business flourished. Mike, how can structures actually save client settlement dollars when it comes to funding MSAs? Well, in this day and age, Medicare is a crucial element in almost every settlement. It started basically in the workman's compensation field where Medicare, and I'm going to give you the Mike Casey synopsis of it, Medicare found that People were settling workman's compensation cases, which of course involved serious injuries, and the settlements included amounts for their future medical needs that that injury gave rise to. And people would take those settlements, dissipate the funds, and then submit claims to Medicare for, in fact, the same medical treatment that they had already been compensated for in the workman's comp settlement. And we all need to be mindful of protecting our Medicare system. 
So the government, there's a long story on how it got to that point, but right now, the industry, the insurance industry and the workman's compensation field has developed a very effective system. When a case is settled, professionals, Medicare set-aside professionals, do an evaluation of the future medical being projected for the injured claimant. And they set it in an annual amount. Their estimate of what would be covered under Medicare on that settlement is estimated on an annual amount. I'm going to use an example. They think $5,000 a year is what this person's going to need going forward. They then do an estimate of how long that person's going to live. That gets us involved because of this issue of rated ages. And we can talk about that a little bit because of the medical condition of the person. So we now have, we need 5000 a year and the guy's 55 years old. We might need it for 25 years going forward. So they require that the plaintiff, the claimant, the recovering party, and the defendant who's settling the case set aside 5000 a year for 25 years or 125000 out of that settlement. And those funds should be used only to pay for Medicare-related expenses. Now, that was a big change. It protected. It took a while to get that all implemented, but it, the system's pretty well established now, and it works pretty well. We are partners in that system because of two reasons, and here's where the savings comes in. The government says, okay, if you owe 5000 a year based on your estimate for 25 years, 125000 you can take that 125 and set it aside now, put it in an account, and use it for the right purposes to pay the medical. Or you can annuitize it. In effect, you set down some seed money, and then you buy an annuity that pays 5000 a year for 25 years. Well, as you know, time value of money, that 125000 would cost you maybe 70000 if you funded it with an annuity. So the defendant in that case wouldn't have to put the hundred and a quarter aside out of the settlement. He only has to put seventy thousand down in the form of a, some cash and an annuity, and the plaintiff gets the same amount. He gets that five thousand a year of protection, and Medicare gets protected. So there's a substantial, as you can imagine, if you multiply the savings on a case times the tens of thousands of workman's comp settlements. That's probably a grossly understated a year. The savings to the defendants and the protection for Medicare and the protection for these people to have those monies there in the future, everybody benefits. So that's been a big change in our industry. I think it's really taken about 10 years to get everything in place. But it's been a major change and certainly a savings factor for the defendants in settling cases. And again, it's good all around because it also protects these people because the money will be there in the future. It won't be dissipated through mistakes and all the things we know that happen. So, Mike, when you spell all this out for those you work with, do you enjoy seeing those light bulbs come on over their heads? Yes, it's fun. Uh, I will say there are occasions, or there used to be, that we would go into a client who wasn't using the annuitized approach to fund their Medicare set-aside agreements. But when you lay it out that way, without any downside and a substantial upside for everybody going around, it is now widely accepted. So, yeah, that's kind of nice to go in and explain to somebody how they can save 20, 30, or 40 percent on an individual case. Okay, well, let's change gears here for a second, Mike, and talk about your relationship with U.S. law, a relationship I know you're proud of. Well, our relationship with U.S. law has been one of the uh, just shining stars for us over the I should have put a date on it. I think it was about 2006 when we first had the opportunity to shake hands and join hands. I'm proud to say we're the structured settlement arm or sponsor, if you want to call it that. I feel like they sponsor us more than we sponsor them. But And we have made such good friends and good partners over the years with U.S. law. 
their manta of providing great service for clients fits well. We feel that we are the people who can best service the structured settlement industry. And so we go hand in hand and we basically are going to the same places. The same people who need our help are the people who are looking out the U.S. law for their expertise. So it's been a good marriage and we've certainly appreciated our opportunities to work together with them. All right. Well, Mike, let's say we're on an elevator going up to the 40th floor. Not much time. What would you say about Ringler Associates and structured settlements? I guess if I had to say anything about my company, it's the network we've developed over the years. And I think I was a ninth guy that walked in the door in 1981. And as I say, we have 140 professionals now. Is the way this group works together to help people in a very unselfish way. And we have a tagline of collaboration and we do work together. We've got experts in New York and California and Florida, and we even get up to Alaska and do some work. We've got somebody sitting in, a lucky person in Hawaii. So if we have a client that comes to us and says, hey, I got this problem in this jurisdiction, we can reach out immediately, and we do if we need some help. The response is amazing. This this group is, is so supportive of each other, and I think that's how we grew to be where we're at, is that everybody in this team understands that if, as a whole, we are seen as a resource, to help our industry and to go forward, we all benefit. So the guys all chip in very unselfishly and help others. And I'm proud of that in this organization. Great. Well, Mike, thanks for taking a few minutes out to chat with us. We're sure there's much more to cover on the subject of structured settlements, and we hope you'll come back and see us again soon here on U.S. Law Radio. Thanks very much, Dan, and I appreciate the opportunity to work with you guys. That's it, folks. We're out of time. U.S. Law Radio is produced by Roger Yaffe. Send your comments and show ideas his way because he loves to hear from you. This edition of U.S. Law Radio has been brought to you by SEA Limited, forensic engineering and origin cause experts working nationwide since 1970, and by the aforementioned Ringler Associates. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided injured parties and their attorneys with the finest structured settlement services. This is Dan Walker. Thanks for listening in, folks. We'll see you again next time for another fresh edition of U.S. Law Radio.